Greetings. Before we get started, the Whole Ugly Truth crew wants to thank you very much for helping us to keep our show going. Despite their awesomeness, Jamie and Paula are not radio DJs, professional comedians, or celebrities. So it's only by your loyalty and sharing the show that the ugly truth continues to grow. So thanks, honorary Uggs, or hugs as we like to call you. We really appreciate the support. And now, on with the show. You love them because they remind you of your sisters and BFFs. Assuming they're a little twisted, too. It's the Uggs. Jamie? It would be a crime not to show my body. And Paula? Whose team are you on? Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth, episode 95. You know... We've what? talked about this before, but I swear, <laughs> the minute we said, okay, record, I felt like I had to burp. <laughs> like, I have a frog it? in my throat. I'm or, like, <clears> or, 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 I like have to, or, or I have to yawn or cough or something oral, and I'm just like, I don't know why I can't just, you know, be normal. Why can't I, I just be prepared? <laughs> Point five seconds right. prior to you and saying And I'm not go. even, I haven't even drank anything to... That's like burp worthy, but I feel like a little bubble in my throat now. And I'm like, where did you come from? <laughs> you know, this is really random and it's not something that I talk about very often, but okay, there was a time period where our stepdad, Paul, yes. he was playing in a band oh, right. and he really, really, really thought I could sing well. <laughs> you can sing well. But he really, like, he made me practice. Like, I remember. We practiced, like, three or four nights a week for hours, you know? And he wanted us to be heart. <laughs> so, he really did. Oh, that's right, because you did, too. That's right. Because well, he made us. me do it for a little while, too. And then I, I think he realized that I guess I just wasn't good enough. And so I, I got cut. <laughs> I don't know. So after, after, like, what felt like months of practicing, he finally invited me over to this a friend of his house who has a studio where he records they practice because he was in an actual band and he's like I want you to come over I want you to jam with us I want you to sing I want him to you know see what you can do and I'm like really Paul really I mean I just I you know it's one thing to sing in your makeshift studio it is quite another to go to a, a real studio and do this. And of course, our mother's like, oh, you have to do it. You have a beautiful voice. I'm like, mom, oh, you're I'm my surprised. Mother. Usually mom would be like, I don't think you should do that. Well, it's, no, gonna, it's not going to sound good. <laughs> this is what would happen. We had creative differences on what songs to sing. Oh, you guys had creative differences. <laughs> okay. Major, okay. major. Okay. And I'm like, OK, first of all, I am not a hippie. And I wasn't born in a time where I appreciate or like these songs that you're making me sing. Please don't make me do this. I'm not. I'm not into Patty Skelfa or Cream or. I don't want to sing White Room. <laughs> I don't want to sing White Room. Stevie Nicks is was about you know gold dust woman, and I'm like I that's about do- as much as I can do. <laughs> Stevie Nicks, Cheryl Crow, I Patty Skelfa. Well, I didn't mind. Cheryl Crow was my suggestion. I'm like, can we please young young it up a little, please? <laughs> yeah. Lyrics we know. And that Anything. are applicable to today's life. Like he was making me sing all these male songs. So, you know, what's funny is that when we started recording this show. <laughs> are you a boy? <laughs> when we started recording the show, I was sure that I was going to sound like a man woman. I just was sure of it. A because I was, I was convinced by our stepdad's suggestions of, of song that I must have an incredibly deep sounding voice. So no, anyway, that wasn't it at all. It was just no. because he was it's what he liked. He's a guy and, what... and all the music he listens to was, you know, guy. guys, he's not going to sit there and listen to girl music. It was very sweet, you know, but yes. my, I'm getting to a point, actually, where I'm rambling. But so we go to this studio. <laughs> oh, you went. Okay. Yes, because I'm like, fine, I'll go. So I went to the studio with mom and, and Paul, my stepdad, our stepdad, and Thankfully, at the time, Shania Twain was huge. Like, she was, like, ridiculously legendary right, huge. Right. So he allowed me to sing some Shania Twain because mom loved it. And she's like, stop making her sing Gold Dust Woman, Paul. <laughs> right. She finally came in and started defending me. So now I had a Shania Twain song in the rotation. So were you guys being like, recorded? Okay. No, thank God. I was just going to be like, I want to get my hands on this tape so bad. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. No. So 
they're like, yeah, let's jam. Okay, we know you know this song. So I started singing it. I swear to God, I had like phlegm in my throat. <laughs> I had like an, a foot deep of phlegm and, and air bubbles and cat scratchy and coughing. And I was like, I do not know what's wrong. I am so sorry. There, I'm pretty sure there was a gleek in there at some point. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I hate so, it when that happens, when you yawn and all of a sudden you see like a spray come out of your mouth. Yeah. And so I turned to the guy and I'm like, you know what? I'm really sorry. I don't know what's the matter. You know, I'm not. I mean, now I understand why singers drink tea or do cough drops or whatever it is they do to, to coat their throat. So they don't. Yeah. This doesn't happen. And they're like, and he's like, actually, you're really nervous and when you're really nervous that's what happens and i'm like so i think when we get ready to start recording there's just like this nanosecond of anxiety we're like oh my god we're gonna do it you know again (laughs) right i think that's what it is because i'm the same way i'm like oh my god all of a sudden i'm like (laughs) i know i don't know what happened all right so welcome to the ugly truth now that we've gotten past the introductions it is the uh, second week of january 2015 episode 95 thank you listeners for listening we had a pretty big download week this week so we're super excited you guys are back from vacay thank you big news in the minor house you obviously know what's going on but i'm going to announce it because i think that this will be a topic of discussion later on if we're continue you know as we continue the show the next year or so this is something that will likely come up so i figured i would talk about it now briefly and then put it to bed and then we'll talk about it when it's relevant again. Daryl, producer's dub's daughter, is 20 and she's been dating her high school sweetheart for three and a half, four years and announced on New Year's Day that she was engaged. Yes. Yes, she was. So I realize it's very sweet. Four years sounds like a long time to be together and 20 is adult. Yeah. But, you know, we're very glad that they are putting a two-year engagement period on it. Yes. He just joined the military. He's in the Marine Corps. He's got a lot of work to do. He's in no position to be a part of a wedding or even be able to determine when he would be available for a wedding at this moment. So they're being smart in that they're they're giving themselves a whole heck of a lot of time to finish school, you know, whatever. Right. We clearly would like them to wait a little bit longer. Sure. You know, it would be great if they would wait till they were 24, 25. That's ideal, but you know, children never do what you want them to do. I can appreciate that they, you know, genuinely care for one another and they want to take that next step. You know, they did start off young, but you know, I can I can respect that they want to progress their relationship and mm-hmm. but I I am proud of them for acknowledging that they do need some time to kind of become better people yes it is certainly a good it is a good step but really the most important thing is that i am just simply too young to be a mother-in-law i mean that's really what this oh is all god about. we talked about that i mean i am simply not old enough to be a mother-in-law i can't foresee myself wearing a mother-in-law dress at a fucking wedding it's I'm not happening so i'm gonna cool be cool with that i would be so okay with that well you and i are different people yeah I, we are when i envision the mother-in-law dress it is dowdy and fugly and i'm like no and you I'm know not what doing it you would not be the first ug by the way to be a mother-in-law Steph- i know stephanie is a mother-in-law yeah and she will tell you that she hated the dress she wore to her daughter's wedding yeah but she hated it not because first she hated it for different reasons but no, she I mean, hated it because she didn't get to pick it out completely <laughs> so you know it's funny when you talk in theory about oh we're gonna be such kick-ass grandparents someday all of a sudden some days slapping me in the face and i'm like no no absolutely I not i still party i still have a cute face and good hair. I am not a grandmother and I'm certainly no mother-in-law. So thank you for the two-year reprieve, child. But I don't think I'll be ready in two years. You're so, so. funny. Well, I mean, what is we'll an appropriate... We'll see what you have to say what when it's an your time. Pro- well, you heard me. I'm I'm ready for my children to have children. just because. Suits. No, because I'm just like, <laughs> I'd love to have grandchildren right now. That'd mean there'd be another baby in the house. But Victor I'm... reminds me, he's like, Paula, Ryan's nine and Olivia's five. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I realize it's not going to happen anytime soon. So Yes, baby fever comes and goes. Oh, I still get baby God, fever. I have it so bad. I've had it. Yes. I've probably had it bad for a good year now. Yeah, it will pass because trust me, I did have baby fever about the time when Malia was four or five. When she hit kindergarten, 
all of a sudden I wanted to do it all over again. It does pass. But you don't have the option available to you anymore. Well, it doesn't mean I don't get baby fever. I mean, I was begging for a reversal forever. I'm like, you can get a reversal. (laughs) Really? Oh, God. I didn't know it was that bad. Oh, bad. And so there was a time I would say it was happy, though. It was a couple of years ago. And I said, you know, we are we make the most beautiful babies. And wouldn't it be great, you know, now that we're we're settled. We've gotten through the years where we were struggling. And now, you know, we could really do it right. And he's like, yeah, that'd be great. So, you know, I talked to him again about reversal. He goes, I don't, you know, and what's a man to do when you, when he's begging to, you know, please put your baby seed in me. I mean, men don't want to not hear that. They love that. that, I mean, it's primitive. It's well, and to them, it's like, yes, I am the man and I will impregnate you. You know, it's an awesome, sexy thing. But he turns to me, he goes, Jamie, and he never uses my name. (laughs) He always calls me honey or something. He's like, Jamie, even if I did do that, I don't want to do it anymore. Like he's done, you know, done, done. He's like, we have plans. We're finally able to go out to dinner without having to arrange it three weeks in advance, you know? Yeah. He said, yeah, I know. You know, then it's like, well, can I have any kind of baby then? Anything that's small and little and needs me? Would that be all right by you? (laughs) So what did you get? Nothing. I went kitten shopping and he got pissed. He he ran me down and found me. He's like, what are you doing in here? And I go, look, it, it's a little black kitten. Isn't it cute? I go, well, just pet it. He goes, I refuse. No, I'm leaving. I uh, mean, he was like. you didn't start getting like adoption pamphlets or something no, like that. No, I wasn't going to do. You know what? I would like I want another cat. I mean, really? No, no. I, mean, I meant for on. babies. I meant for babies. But. So anyway, yes. So, so someday we will discuss a wedding plan, I am sure. But in the meantime, it's it's top of mind. I had to get it out there. I had to say my piece. And you have obviously said your piece. And so we're good. We love our children. You know, this boy is a very stand up. He's a great kid. Yeah. I just want them to grow up a little bit, which I think they will. So it's well, great. And I think that's that's just good parenting. You want, you yes. know, the best for your kids and yes. you want them to, you know, it's a kind of funny thing about parenting is, is like I see myself still parenting the kids like well into their 20s and 30s. Like, yeah, it's just one of those things where I just kind of it's like the next phase. But I'm sure at some point they'll tell me to get out. But they will. Yes, they <laughs> do. Well, basically it. what happens now is because three of our kids are, well, 19, 20 and 22. That's how old the three older ones are. We still have the the young one who's not even in high school yet. But mm-hmm. um, basically what happens is it's not even that they tell you to keep out or knock it off. They just stop coming home regularly. All of a sudden, they're just never home. They're always busy. They're working. They're at school. They're with friends. Suddenly, they're never there. And it's <sighs> so weird unless they need money for gas. Then yeah. they're home. Then all of a sudden, they're sharing a meal with you. And then... They do this thing where they're up in their room and then all of a sudden an hour later they're like, oh, so what's going You know, I was going to go see Dan and I was just wondering, I need gas money. So <laughs> is it all right if you lend me $20? And it's like, uh, yes, fine. You know, Jeez. whatever. That's your life. I guess that's what I have to look forward to. Yeah. Yes. Moving on. I don't know if you saw this commercial. It's a brand new commercial. Today was the first day I saw it, but it is, it's like literally grossing me out. There is a there's a new deodorant for men called for, from Degree, you know that brand uh, yeah, Degree. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. Degree for men because it's usually women. Okay. And it's the typical deodorant commercial, you know, the guys in the towel, he's showering, he's fresh, you know, he puts the deodorant on and it's this is some kind of product that doesn't leave a residue or it dries immediately or something. So to prove that it dries immediately, the very end of the commercial, the man, the good-looking guy lifts up his armpit, lifts up his arm rubs his hand into his pit and he has hair he's not hairless and then before he he does his final action which is to snap to show you that (laughs) that it's dry okay because you can't snap wet fingers apparently not and so he but he really digs in there good he pulls his hand out and to me i mean i i thought for sure he was gonna stick his fingers in his nose like what's he gonna do (laughs) like is he gonna smell his hands (laughs) like is he gonna smell his fingers on this commercial right now gross but instead he snaps and i was like you know what? This is disgusting. And and really, after does, he snaps a tough of hair, you know. Does anybody need to see a man with with a hairy pit rub it and then snap? 
Like what? I it's not making me want to buy the deodorant. That doesn't that is not condition that's not something that says, you know what? I'm going out to Target right now and I'm gonna snap up that degree for men because you snapped your pit. I mean maybe I'm not a guy, so I don't know guy troubles, but I mean <laughs> maybe God. having like wet pits is an issue. Oh. <laughs> Jimmy. I would think that's a right. stay with me here. Okay. <laughs> I just maybe it's a thing like maybe, maybe some guys like I know I just don't know if I should go what there. What are you doing? What no, are you I, doing? I, I was gonna go somewhere but I'm not sure if I you can handle it. I can handle it. I know that some people who have particularly hairy armpits don't mm-hmm. like to do like a speed stick right because it's basically just rubbing deodorant on your arm armpit hair (laughs) like you're not touching it to the skin so they'll do like a spray right do you think men trim their underarm hair do do, is that something you do is that what people do i mean i I don't men i mean women shave most women shave it victor doesn't trim his underarm pit hair so i mean do you i mean do you think if it gets incredibly unruly that they would go you know this is just too much and they go you know maybe buzz it or trim it how do you know he doesn't trim it like how do you know because jamie have you asked he's covered from head to toe in hair jamie there'd be there's you wouldn't even okay. know where to begin. Well, maybe there are some who aren't that at that level, and they are like, you know, what, this is a little too excessive, and maybe I should trim this up. Because I mean, if you don't wear an undershirt and like you wear a dress shirt, I mean, don't you think the puby hair? Who like, does not wear an undershirt under a dress shirt? I don't know. I'm asking. I'm just saying that what, can't what, be like possible. A, like a regular t-shirt, you know, you don't see the hairs pressing against the cotton. Victor, like, we're always he wears undershirts he under shirt? everything. Always. Well, that's because he's really excessively hair. But there are <laughs> those that aren't. I don't know. I'm sure there anything. are people who cut their armpit hair, but I mean, <laughs> I I don't know why. I, I we need to know. I need to know. <laughs> I need to know if men do this. Well, I, I you know what I can ask producer Deb, but he's practically hairless. No, it sounds so. like. If, He's not, but if not I had like to that. take a guess, I would say most metro or homosexual men are pretty up on manscaping standards. And mm-hmm. so if you are one of the like um, and you have an opinion or know about the rules of armpit hair scaping, <laughs> then let us know because we're curious. Okay, I just found. I just found this thing because I googled. Of do course men. you did. Well, I was just curious. Well, do okay. they? Well, do trim armpit hair. The first do of our male body. Don't click on images. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I won't. I'm not gonna. Uh, the first do of our male body hair do's and don'ts concerns the fact that most men have hair under their arms and women expect and accept it. This doesn't mean that you should let your armpit hair turn into an, a jungle. Keep your underarm hair trimmed to a reasonable length. It will not only look better, but you'll also notice that you'll sweat less and smell better. Really? Don't shave and bare. Okay. Groom chest hair. Don't go Brazilian anywhere. Get rid of shoulder and back hair. Hmm. Well, there you have it. So they're saying that men should (sighs) trim it, but not go bare. Yeah. Trim. Keep it trimmed, but don't completely eliminate all of your hair. What do we know? What what does anyone know? Who cares? Most I bet men would be like, absolutely not. I am not doing that. So does producer Dub not have armpit hair? No, he does. Oh, okay. it's just not. It's it's just not. You know, he doesn't have thickets all over his body. You okay. know, but he has it where it's meant to be. But it's just I'm now. I'm gonna ask. You know what? I'm gonna ask him if he trims his hair. Do you think he would tell you? Why not? Why well, I he? mean. Aren't those the kinds of things you guys discuss? <laughs> I don't know. Victor and I talk about everything. Well, I mean, that's what I'm going to ask him. I, I think he would tell me. I'm, I'm just saying if he hasn't already volunteered it, I'm guessing he probably well, doesn't what? do it. If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. And now back to the truth. Just as free, free as we'll ever be. Okay, here's the thing. I tell Daryl 
literally everything that comes into my brain. I mean, there's I very, too. there are very little things in my brain that he is not aware of when they come out of my head. There are things Victor wished that I wouldn't share with him, but yeah. I do anyway. Sure. And so I have come across time periods where he, something has happened and this segment this is brought to you by uh, Litter Maid. If you have armpit hair, <laughs> you may have cats as well. And cats that apparently have S- huge piles of shit. A big pile of poop. But you know what that sound is? That's the sound of me not cleaning that litter box. That's the sound of the Litter Maid <laughs> automatic litter box trying to uh, grate one the, last the fecal into the bag. Let's hope it goes God. this time, because you can tell sometimes when it starts to slow down towards the end. Oh, okay. It went through. I think you have a chore after this. Uh, not not I, said the fly, but... <laughs> so, anyway, I have found situations where we'll be talking, and he'll mention something, and I'll say, oh, well, when did, when, when did that happen? He goes, oh, like last week. I'm like... You know, I tell you everything, <laughs> right? Why do I have to find out at the last second something like that occurred? Well, I forgot. I said, that is not an excuse. I have no secrets from you. He goes, well, it's, it wasn't a secret. And I said, well, <laughs> I consider it a secret because it happened. It was semi-important and you didn't tell me. If you're not sharing it with me. He hates it I when know. I do that. I know. Well, so, Because, you know. So speaking of hairy men, we saw a lot that were not hairy on Saturday. We watched UFC 182. Yes, we did. And it was a particularly special fight because the title fight was John Jones versus uh, Cormier. Daniel Cormier. Cormier. Yes. Um, And then there was also a secondary uh, fight which was Cowboy Cerrone versus mm-hmm. some Miles, Miles Jury mm-hmm. little punk guy. He looked like a punk ass bitch at the end, but he he really isn't. But yes, okay. So Cowboy Cerrone, we've yes. described him in explicit detail many times before, but he oh, is like God, legit so the real thing. He's he, the real deal. When when you think of cowboys in the West, you know New Mexico, Utah, Colorado. Real, the real deal. He we're talking is the like real the deal. horse whisperer kind of yes. cowboy, you know. He's like, you know, snow. What are those snow jet ski things where they they snowmobiles? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> snowmobiles in the winter. You know, he rides horses. He has ranch. He's you know he's I don't know. I mean, he's just you can just tell he's he's true grit. You know. Yes, he's authentically. Western. So he comes out for the, his way in. He's got his cowboy boots on, his Wranglers, and his Budweiser oh, T-shirt God, and his hat. So cute. I know. I never. God. I never wanted a Budweiser so bad in my life. I was so but, thirsty for a beer. So after that. he came out and did his way in. They did their stare down. So their fight. Now, I've seen him fight before, but he mm-hmm. had a certain intensity in this last yes. fight. I don't know Agreed. what it was. I don't know if it was a determination. I don't know if he's finally just come into his own and he was I like, think he you has. know, he, he's ready to take it to the next level or what it was. But he had a certain intensity, but almost like a freakish calm about him when he was fighting. They What they say about Cowboy Cerrone is he's in within earshot of a title fight. Like, super close to getting his shot at a title fight, which he hasn't had in a long time. And then he mind fucks himself and he loses. Yeah. And then they're like, well, maybe he's not the, re- I mean, he's not clutch at all. So he's been changing the way he fights. And we saw it on Saturday. He is usually slow in the first round and he wasn't this time. And by the, by the third round, he was literally kicking the guy in the ass. That's furiously. how the fight ended is the guy laid down. Now, at first, I thought that he had fallen and I don't I thought either he gave up or he was hurt or something. I couldn't figure out what it was. But when the camera changed angles, it showed he was laying there. He knew he had lost the fight and he was laying there kind of like, come on, come on. Like, you know, give it to me. Give it to me. You know, he was like a complete and total bitch. So he was laying there and Cowboy Cerrone walked up and he kicked that guy square in the ass hard. And then he kept doing it again 
and again and I know, again and for like 10 seconds and, and that's a long time it's like in my mind it was like get up boy you know that's know. like what well, I kept hearing in my mind I could practically see his cowboy boots on his body like I could see his it boots literally look like yeah like he was kicking a hog or something <laughs> it was so freaking funny he was pissed too he was mad that fight didn't go that way that the fight went that way that's just disrespectful because it you was. know what if you're gonna fight if you're a fighter you fight till the end until yeah, the you clock runs up. out you know that's yes. like you know that's like football when they go, take a knee or something like that for like the last right. 20 seconds or something i think that's pussy i think that they it's, you need to bullshit. fight the whole you know thing and so him laying down basically on his back like go ahead what are you gonna do you know and he's just like <laughs> i'm gonna kick you square in the ass is what i'm and gonna I hope do he has toe toe shaped bruises all up and down he his probably butt. does And so then comes the John Jones Cormier Mm -hmm. fight. And I was pretty surprised, actually, that they went all five rounds. They did. Jones obviously won. Couple things. John Jones, he dominated with the exception of, I think, one round. Mm -hmm. Daniel Cormier is no chump, but he's older. And he even admitted he underestimated John Jones' ferocity and strength. He had he really wasn't as prepared as he thought he was because John Jones is a freak of nature. Well, and the thing about John Jones and you and I were talking about this during the fight is is he's extraordinarily creative and crafty. Yes. He uses every body part. He will fake out someone like he'll pretend like he's going to kick you and then he'll punch you in the face. Yes, you know, and I'm just like crazy. I'm like he fights like we used to when we yes. were little. You I've know, seen, like you know that shoulder punch he does. I know we've done that to each other, but now. Dun, dun, dun. The big disappointment is, is <laughs> he, he tested is, positive for coke. He's going to rehab because he's in rehab. Yeah, he tested positive in the beginning of December, but because he wasn't in a fight at the time, right? There's no disciplinary action. No, he won't be. Nobody's stripping anybody's title. There's no disgrace. He wasn't dirty when he fought, but he did. He did submit to a drug test after returning from Brazil, and obviously he must have partied pretty hard in Brazil. There were super fine trace amounts of a derivative of what's found in cocaine in his blood, but he clearly must have done something to get that in there. So, you know, he and, you know, a lot of people are like, well, maybe, you know, maybe he ate something or maybe it was like somebody, you know, no, put it in those his food. drug tests know what they're like, looking for. All right. If that was true, do you, do you think he'd go to rehab? I mean, really? Right. Come on. If, he, if it was an accident, he would not be going to rehab. I think that it's a PR move. I don't think he's a drug addict. I think this is to save his sponsorship with Reebok. I know. think it had to happen. But, you know, it's disappointing to me it because it calls into question everything. I mean, I don't think that's the case specifically in this instance. I, I think that he is a freak of nature. He's ridiculously huge. And right. he's, you know, he's not unstoppable. There are guys his size who have nearly kicked his ass and, right. and he has lost. And Cormier wasn't supposed to be the dude he was fighting. This was supposed to be a title fight. The guy, Gustafson, who is the the guy who really deserves the fight, got injured. And Cormier, with his smart mouth, decided, he goes, you know what, I'll kick his ass. Yeah. And ended up crying at the press conference like a bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, really, dude? I mean, what are you doing? I mean, you can't even be... Re- just save face and say yep i got my ass kicked i talked a lot of crap oh well but instead he's like i'm so disappointed in myself it's like shut up because he obviously believed he was gonna do something well you know if you don't believe in yourself that hard then i mean you're (laughs) not gonna you're not gonna win I i mean and look let's preface most any of those MMA girls would kick my ass from here to China. I mean, there is no way. But, you know, as a, as someone who's watching, I have my opinion. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! So one thing we kind of breezed over last week, but we didn't really talk about in depth, is, you know, it's the new year. A lot of people make a lot of uh, mm-hmm. resolutions, they do. things they want to try and change. You know, they reflect on the year before and think about, you know, what they would like to do differently. Most often people talk about how they want to lose weight or quit smoking or whatever sure. it is. And so... Normally, my New Year's resolution is the same. It's, you know, to try and not get pregnant and to lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so is that it this year? Those are pretty, yeah, those are usually my standard ones, but I changed it up a little bit this year. Oh, well, do tell. Well, I just feel like that, you know, I have a, a handful of friends that I genuinely care about and mm-hmm. 
I sometimes get so wrapped up in my own chaos that I lose sight of my friends that I genuinely care about. And so what seems like, you know, oh, I have lunch with them and then six months or a year goes by and I don't see them. And I'm just like, that's just being a bad friend. And and it's not that they haven't tried to reach out to me or arrange things. And so I'm genuinely trying to be a better friend because, you know, these people care about me and they support me and they've they've tried to reach out to me and, and to get close to me. But, you know, for whatever reason, my own little chaotic mind I just can't make the time and so I need to do that so I'm trying to be a better friend that's, that's a my good one. that's my resolution this year that's your one big resolution yes and that's since good. I've and since I've lost so much weight which we'll talk about to the point yes. where my breasts have become deflated balloons yes I might try and I don't know maybe gain five pounds or something or get plastic surgery okay. <laughs> I'm not sure but well what's yours I I have a couple my first one is the standard. Now, every year that I've been going to this one doctor, this will be my third visit coming up this spring. Like, I go every spring for my physical or whatever. Mm-hmm. Every year since I started seeing him, you know how doctors are. It's always about reduce. You of need course. to reduce. It's, well, course. it has been, I mean, since I was in middle school, I've always been told you need to lose weight. I am not a fat girl. It's just that I I'm not built like a thin, wafy person. It's something it's in our genes. Our body clings to weight. It's just you know. I have a Mexican body, and if I am not really super careful, I can pack on ten pounds and be round in a minute. It's yeah. just it's just one of those things. I can't yeah. even smell McDonald's. I nothing. I mean, I literally can't. I don't eat bread. I don't eat soda. Drink it. Nothing. And you and I are, I mean, even though we don't look similar, we, we have dad same similar built where it's all torso heavy and we're very it short torsoed. Exactly. I'll have skinny weight legs and 400 pounds of beef, you know, <laughs> sitting on top of that. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to look like a candy apple, you know, and that, and it can happen if I'm not careful. So the tradition is this will be my third or fourth visit to this doctor, my physical I have weighed less every year, and so my goal is to weigh less again. So that's kind Good. of the goal. It's not there's no number. It's just constantly reducing. So it's like that movie. It's like take that number, subtract yeah. fifteen, and just be that number. Yeah. They're just like that's- we just need you to tighten. So step on a scale, subtract twenty, and just and be just, that and, number, and just weigh that much. Yeah, <laughs> but healthy. But we want you healthy, right? Just so- tighten. Yeah, tighten. And so that's that's one of the goals. The second goal is for the podcast. We have been talking for two years about going to this podcast festival in L.A. Yes, in September. We, it is my goal that we actually go to it. And, yes! And, and walk around and, you know, see what, what it's all about. I mean, I don't know anything about it. Well, that's I've heard a big it. deal I've, for you because you're not one to venture out too much. Well, what's cool about it, and we're going to have to have the equipment for it, but there is a place where you can actually do a live broadcast yeah. and tape it. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. I want to yeah. pull comedians in or people that we recognize and we, I want to pull them in and interrogate them and have fun with it. I think it'll be really good for us. It'll be a le- Everything's a learning experience. We are constantly improving our craft because we're not professionals and we're always looking to be better. And I think this will be something that will take us to the next level with our show as far as how we do it. And so I'm really making that a goal. I guess it's a resolution. Yeah, no, I think it's a good Mm -hmm. one that we resolve to go to the LA Podcast Festival in September. Absolutely. There was another one. I don't remember what it is, so it doesn't matter. So... Whenever we see each other at like mm-hmm. your UFC parties, I mean, we we pass by each other and we like vomit little bits of information and then somehow, yes. you know, someone else gets pulled away or starts talking or something. So mm-hmm. you told me briefly and I <laughs> yeah. and I never got to find out why, what? but you said, oh, by the way, I've been researching plastic surgery. And yes. then that was the last I heard okay. of it. And so I'm just well, like, what is she talking about? OK, I will tell you. Last week when you and I were talking, you had said because I uh, I was looking forward to seeing you on Saturday, you're bringing the kids. It was going to be super fun. And you're mm-hmm. like, God, Jamie, I've lost so much weight. And whenever you say that to me, there's this little thing in the back of my throat that makes me pissed at you because <laughs> I can't lose weight like that. I can't change a medication and then just literally have 20 pounds literally melt off of my body. And it right. pisses me off. 
I mean, I'm happy for you because, you know, it's a good thing. But I do remember a time. I'll trade brains with you and then maybe yours will <laughs> yeah, do right? forget to eat too. <laughs> it's just And have that to drink and sure. <laughs> I will never forget. This was a couple of years ago. My daughter came in and said, God, Aunt Bobby, you look really good. And you're like, well, if you would like my disease, you could be <laughs> yeah, skinny too. Right. So, I mean, you obviously have some digestive things and medication causes you right. to lose weight. It's a, it's a fabulous side effect. But you're right. I wouldn't want to change with you. Right. But I he- I feel this thing in the back of my throat. I'm like, oh, you know. So, but you said, but my boobs are like deflated balloons, you know. They At least are. they don't look like stretched out socks or anything. No, they don't. I mean, I put them in a bra and they look, you know, presentable. But they're I mean, fine. they're not, you <laughs> fine know. Fine for the public. I look at pictures <laughs> and I'm just like, what happened? Where'd they go? What you is know? it? What, like, what happened? I just. They're gone. You know, I was. It was the only thing that was enjoyable about being, I guess, a little bit more hefty than, you know, what I had (laughs) typically been is that I had, you know, these really big boobs. But now I'm just like back to skinny, frail, nothing. And yeah, these sad little sacks. Well, so wrinkled little old nipples and, you know, without getting completely, you know, long winded about it. When I was a very young little girl, like two, I had some reconstructive surgery done internally on my bladder because yes. it was there was some deformities when I was born and it just, I mean, it had to be taken care of or I was going to die. So because of that, I have this really deep scar along the bikini line and it's really deep, which means I will always have this little pooch down there no matter what I do. Uh-huh. I could be a stick thin and I would still have this little pooch of skin because of the scar. And I've I've learned to live with it. I mean, when I was a kid wearing two pieces, I'd get made fun of because it looked like I had a fat roll. But I, I don't have a fat roll. It's just the scar and the subsequent whatever. Right. Then you add kids to it. Oh, God. And it well, makes that's... it worse. It makes it worse. And so I was looking into it and it said with women, it is very common to get this little quote unquote apron of skin but mine's not really like that it's something different and then I'm like you know what I'm going in to talk to a plastic surgeon about you know times have changed maybe they you know this is something they can completely fix and I don't have this little pooch down there anymore and it won't be so you know uncomfortable for me as far as how I feel about myself and come to find I am like the last candidate they would ever work on because I've had two abdominal surgeries in my life. What? Because of the hernia surgery and because of the reason that I even have the scar, they do not choose to operate on people who have had more than one abdominal surgery. I had no idea. I didn't either. I was so bummed. I was like, wait a minute. What about all those moms that have had C-sections? That's just one. No, there's lots of them who've had C-sections. Like, I'll think about all those celebrities that have had all those kids, but they've all done C-sections, and then they wound up getting, you know, their tummy tucks or whatever. Uh, I'm just telling you, I mean... You need to go to L.A. I need to go see Dr. Dubrow. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I really believe you do. I, I mean, think I do, too. So, it's not like they would say, absolutely not, no, we're not doing anything on you, but... I mean, the last abdominal, it was an emergency surgery. It was a resection and everything. That just, that was, it was barely a year ago. So it's like, they'd be like, no, they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it yet. And of course, Daryl is like, I'm glad you shouldn't do anything. You know how I feel about it. Because he doesn't think, you know. He thinks you're fine. I know. Well, he doesn't. Yeah, but it's not about what he thinks. It's about what I think. So... But I mean, so let me ask you this. I mean, hypothetically speaking, let's say you wound up getting all the things that you wanted done to your body. And would you really come out in like a bikini in front of people? What, like on Oprah or something? No. No. (laughs) Oprah? What? No. You know how Kirstie Alley came out in her bikini? Like, look at me. I lost 40 pounds. No, I was just saying like, you know, if there was like a... A pool party or, or like a family vacation or something yes. like would you you would come out in a bikini? I would think that I would owe it to people to show them all the hell oh. I went through. Oh, I thought to see. You oh. know, it would be unfair to, you it know. It would be a crime not it, to it show would be my a body. Crime. It, would, it would be unfair to the public to not let us, you know, gaze upon your beauty and, yes. you know, all that had been done. I mean, it, oh you're my right. God. That is unfair. <laughs> it, is, it is practically immoral not to. <laughs> you're ridiculous. I don't 
didn't oh say God. you said it. No, no you, I, you're going to come back and listen to this and you're like, oh, that sounded really bad. <laughs> well, I mean, I envision sakes. that if I if I could invest in having the, the, the stomach redone to my satisfaction, then yes, I would absolutely do it. I mean, I wouldn't walk around in like a half top or anything, you know, going to the grocery store. I feel like if I did the t- the the mommy makeover basically, which is like yeah. the tummy tuck and the, the breast the, lift, the breast lipo. lift implant, mm-hmm. lipo, and then like right. have it injected into my butt because I'm basically sitting on a pancake right now. <laughs> don't ever wear I've, those jeans that that Meg Ryan wore in When Harry Met Sally. I don't think anyone could even find those jeans anymore. <laughs> but anyways, and so I keep thinking like I would do all this, and then people would be whispering though. But she wouldn't take care of the obvious. I mean, like, that's what I think is that they would be looking at the fact that I have a worm neck and a giant beak for a nose. And so they would be like, yeah, I'm glad she has a fabulous body. But I mean, what did she not think to go upstairs or what? I mean, like, (laughs) did she run out of funds? Is is that is that next year? I mean, why why not start there? (laughs) Why didn't she go up and down instead of down and up? So I got this tablet thing I was telling you about. Yes. I also got a new cell phone. So I was messing with the new cell phone. Olivia is playing with the tablet. Apparently, the tablet can take pictures and videos. Well, oh, I didn't. No. Oh, yes, no. I didn't know this. So imagine being five years old looking up at your mother <laughs> taking pictures. <laughs> oh, God. And videos. <gasps> Oh as my soon God. as I saw those, I deleted them immediately. And I said, Olivia, don't ever do that again. <laughs> and, and she knows when you're not. I mean, I look like Job of the Hut. It was awful. Okay, you know what? That totally reminds me. The other night we were sitting in bed getting, you know, just getting settled in for the evening. And Daryl was. Not on... you and I, Daryl. No, no, Daryl and I. <laughs> Daryl was sitting next to me and he had his laptop out and he had the webcam was on or something. What? And so it, it like flipped on or something. He just okay. like hit something and it went on. And uh, he looked and he's like, oh, my God. I go, what? And he shut his laptop. I go, what's the matter? What are you looking at? <laughs> he goes, well, the webcam turned on. And um, he goes, and I saw myself. He goes, and I mean, my God, I look horrible. I mean, really old and wrinkly and and, and the, the triple chin thing. <laughs> And I turned to him and I said, okay, first of all, everybody looks like that when you first turn on your, you know, when you first turn on that reverse camera thing. Right. It's It's like the most alarming sight on the planet. It's like instant like hospital lighting and, you know. Yes. And he turns to me and he goes, I am so sorry. He goes, I love you. (laughs) Thank you for being with me. That is so funny. I've done that with my phone. And now what I do is when I turn it on to take a picture, I like lay it flat because the last thing I want to do is see up my nose and, you know, the chin down because you're looking down and pale face. I was chin up, um, neck chin up and... And I was concentrating. You can tell in the picture I was concentrating, not paying any attention. So like every facial sag was like, you know, leaning forward. It was like my face was just full of magnets that it's were like being I drawn. Had jowls? To I, I kind of did. I'm like, what's happened to me? When did I turn into a bulldog? God, what happened? I'm just going to have to start, it's... you know, wrapping packing tape around the back of my head <laughs> to stretch my cheeks back. Why do you think women lift their camera way up above their head and look up when they do selfies? I mean, I'm, I'm going to have a helicopter start taking my <laughs> selfies. I'm going to start doing droid selfies. <laughs> right. This is what I'm supposed to look like, everyone. I'll just do that. I'll do what everybody, you know, those people do where they post like their high school homecoming pictures of themselves and like never change it. And you're like, yeah, and they'll be like, wow, you look so great. I'm like, thanks. Yeah, yeah that was 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Haven't aged a bit. So why not? Oh, funny. Oh, uh, Daryl's resolution I wanted to mention because it was, I don't know what to do with this. It's not a bad thing. It's a very good thing, but I don't, and I even told him this afterwards and he told me, he said, I have a resolution. What is your resolution? He goes, honey, I love you just isn't enough. And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, well, I just feel like, you know, I, I need to try to find ways to express myself without just saying I love you I mean we say I love you a lot but I I need to find more you know better ways I like I'm like what like you're gonna buy me stuff or what are you talking about how how is this going to benefit me yeah that's what I said I go (laughs) he goes no that's not what I mean I go what moral sex what are we talking and he goes no and I go well what what do you mean I I don't understand because do we have to come up with some catchphrase I mean a special handshake yeah I mean what are we saying like a special like a 
like a knock i mean right. where we i don't know so he started getting angry with me because i kept oh, doing this well, i kept <laughs> sending out these one-liners to him and he's like oh and he's getting mad i said all right i'm sorry you're being serious please what do you mean and so he just said you know he feels like he's a bit neglectful when it comes to you know expressing how he feels about me and i said i'll be honest with you i think we're good i don't yeah. think i don't think i can handle forced romanticism or you know making an extra effort we're not in trouble right i mean we're good so i don't know you wouldn't be you wouldn't be able to handle more sentiments it that's would, what i'm saying he it goes, well, might like push be, you into a very bad place he said i just want to be ro- more romantic and i said honey i don't think that's possible and it's okay we're good you don't have to do that for me I love you just the way you are. And do you so think he was projecting? Like, do you think maybe he wishes you were more romantic? I absolutely asked him. I even said that. I go, are you projecting? Is this something you need me to work on and you don't know how to express yourself? Because if this is the case, you know, you know who I am. I mean, I don't know what more I can do. I mean. Send him a basket of muffins or something. I don't know. I could send him a plant. I don't know. I'm not sure. Those are usually for funerals, but. <laughs> Perhaps. What about one of those edible arrangements? I mean, I don't... I, he's not into jewelry or anything weird like that. So I'm like, okay, I appreciate what you're doing. And I said, if this is something that you think you need to work on, I will be receptive. I will not make fun of you. You know, I understand. If, I have the it's... perfect idea. Go ahead, though. But I have a reason why I'm telling you this. Okay. So yesterday I purchased some hair conditioner on Amazon. It's cheaper than going to my hairdresser. Yes. I just buy it on Amazon. Yes, I do so, too. Today, I got a notification that said that my Amazon order had been placed and would be shipped soon. I'm like, well, I ordered that like two days ago. Why does it take? I should have it today. Yeah. And so I looked. Well, Daryl had purchased some stuff today. He bought some of this hair gel that he really likes. And he bought me hair rollers. And the reason that he bought me rollers was because I have a teeny little roller set. Like, it's like five or six of them. And I had said a couple of weeks ago that I really wanted to get a bigger set because I like doing rollers every once in a while instead of standing there with my curling iron. Wait, are we and talking about, like, sponge rollers? No, they're not sponge oh, rollers. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. They're the hot rollers. You know, the kind that right. you plug in and they the get hot. The one you it's used just... to use when you were young. I remember. Yes, and I like it because my hair is so thin. It gives me a lot of body, and it, it doesn't... It's just a different look is all. And so every once in a while, like once you roll it all it up, up, you don't have to sit there with the curling iron. You yeah. Know. And then I can go do my makeup and whatever else I'm doing. And right. so every once in a while, I like to do rollers. And you know what? Most, I mean, not that it matters, but most celebrities do use rollers and their hair looks different. And I like it. Yeah. Anyway, so he bought me hot rollers. Okay. So I chatted with him and I, I said, uh, did you place an order today on Amazon? He said, I did. I said, you bought me rollers? He goes, well, you had mentioned it. And so I just thought I would go ahead and get them for you. And I said, yeah, but I didn't tell you what I wanted or what size or brand or how many or So anything. nowhere was there a thank you by any means Well, I there. did thank him, but I said, <laughs> why did you? I go, it felt like you were picking out lip gloss for me or something. It was weird because it's like, this is my thing. It's like my cosmetics, my hair, I'm doing it, you know. Yeah, that might be kind of strange. Like It was kind of weird. And so he goes, well, no, it's nothing like that. I just, you had mentioned it and I just thought I would get them for you. And I said, yeah, but it felt like you were buying me like here have this mascara that i like don't even know what brand you yeah wear. or something right and yeah. he goes oh no it was nothing like that okay you and i aren't understanding each other <laughs> thank you very much for the i guess for the ro- the hot rollers but i don't I mean, it was just it was so odd i'm like oh wait is this the romantic this is, thing this is the resolution this is his efforts to be more probably paying more attention to what i say <laughs> or something I am not being an asshole. I just, it caught me a little off guard. I thanked him. I thought that was very nice. But now I'm I'm alarmed because I'm like, am I supposed to do this too? Like, are we doing this now? Like, I don't know. I mean, you don't need to be finishing each other's sentences or anything. I hope I would not. Think. I would make me sick if like, I knew I someone like that. I was thinking, okay, so like you guys have a nice patio off of your, or balcony off of your bedroom. I'm like, yes. what if you like set up a little table and chairs and like had dinner up there, just the two of you one night? Sure. <laughs> 
that's romantic. Yeah. It right? is. It, it yes. Or yes, or it is. or put two chairs out there and, and a bottle of your wine or champagne and look at the stars and talk and you know. I'm getting I'm getting hot. I'm, I'm just like, saying that I bet you he would love to come home to that and be like open and open the patio and be like hey look and there's candles and there's wine oh, and no. two chairs and be like we're gonna sit here and talk and drink wine and you know I yes. mean he would love that mm, yeah I know I you're right maybe this <laughs> maybe this was maybe this was a sign that I need to step it up i don't know i thought i was doing great put but... your rollers on get get an old moo moo <laughs> and God. yes i really believe this is a projection thing i think he's hoping that you i will, do too you'll put it into mm-hmm. second gear and uh you know i guess i have to girl it up a little up I, I mean i don't know i you're the problem it's me and it's always been me The Ugly Truth mobile app is now available for Droid and Apple users. To get more info and download the links, visit UglyTruth.com slash app. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com slash A-P-P. And thanks for helping out. Now, let's get back to the uglies. I can't talk. My mind is so blank. Let's talk about our ugly and awkward moment of the weeks. Yes. So our ugly and awkward moment is brought to you by Amazon. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, you can get the litter made cat box through Amazon. Go to our ugly truth page and click on our ugly mall link and you can uh, click on Amazon from there. It helps support the show and you also get great items. So my ugly and awkward moment is a little confusing. So try and keep up and I'll try and explain it. Okay. We have an abundance of small dogs in our apartment complex. Okay. I've got one. My neighbor, he's got three. Another neighbor, she's got one. So sometimes when we let the dogs to go out to the bathroom, some of these other dogs might be out going to the bathroom. So then they all start like running around like, you know, animals. Okay. Well, because well, they are. But they're all small little dogs. And so I happened to be over talking to one of the neighbors and one of the dogs was yelping because it had gotten stepped on by one of the bigger dogs. Oh, no. And so I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, well, I'll go take it back to Hawk, our neighbor. I said, so that way, you know, he knows. And Mm -hmm. so I took the dog and I start walking back over there and Hawk started walking this way because he heard the yelping. And I'm like, here, I'm like, I think this other dog stepped on it. And he looked at me and he's like, that's not my dog. And I, I turned red and she's just, and I looked at the woman and she's like, actually, she's like, that, that's my dog. And so I had taken, I had taken her dog out of her hands and I tried to give it to someone else. So basically oh, no. everyone was all clear. It was me who was not. So you were the one who had no clue that this was someone else's She's dog. like, Yeah, actually that's my dog and I'm like, Oh, I'm like, Well, I'll give it back to you then. I just oh my you know God, Paula. <laughs> Well, all little dogs look alike, right? Well, I just, well, they're all chihuahuas, but I mean, I just, oh, I don't know what I was thinking. I just thought like, oh no, it's Hawk's puppy. So let me take him. So I, I took it out of her arms and I started oh, to walk back towards my house. And she let you do it? Isn't yeah. that funny how people just allow you to do things? Probably because I appeared to know what I was doing. You I don't know. Doing. I don't really know what the deal was. For a split so. second, she's like, well, maybe this isn't my dog. And then naturally. <laughs> Actually, Victor turns the corner and he's looking at me, shaking his head. And he's like, what are you, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. I'm like, let's just Kidnapping go inside. Animals. I'm like, let's just go inside. Where's Pablo? <laughs> you know. Wow. So. Well, did you apologize? I Profusely. Like, oh, all okay. over myself. I'm sure she laughed. Know. I'm sure she was fine with it. They, everybody laughed. I was, okay. you know, the one that was so humiliated. <laughs> You're like, I'm taking like, care of business. Give me the animal. I don't know what I was doing. I don't know what I was doing. I just, I hate it when that stuff happens. I, you know what? I know. It's humiliating. It was absolutely it's humiliating. True. So, well, you know, if you ever move, they're going to be they're going to miss you greatly. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, they will miss you. The comic relief. But that is genuinely ugly and awkward. <laughs> that, was, that is a genuine so ugly and awkward moment. 
Well, what was the funniest part is, you know, I got about 10 feet away. And then when I turned back to look at her and she was like, well, that's my dog. And I'm like, oh, you're like, here you go. Oops. Like I was just walking off with her dog. And I'm just like, too funny. Well, I mean, she knows where you are. So it's not like. No, I know. But I mean, I hear, you know, I thought this dog, it was yelping because it was injured because it had been stepped on. It wasn't Mm. really. It wasn't hurt. I think he just got scared. But anyways, I don't know what I was doing. Oh, dear. Okay, this is an ugly moment. Not an, it wasn't. I didn't feel like it was an. It was an awkward moment, but it wasn't because of me. It, but I was in an awkward moment, and it felt ugly to me. Okay, it was during the UFC party. How did I miss it? You might remember it after I tell you. But Daryl kept summoning me. He's like. You know, Cerrone's gonna be. You know, he's coming. It's on. Da, da, da. I said, I'm coming. I was talking to. I was talking You're to. You're talking to Alicia in the kitchen. Yeah, and I said, I'm coming. And so the problem with parties like that is that. I love everybody who's there and I want to talk to everyone and I never get to everybody and it yeah. bugs me because it's like I know we're here to watch this event but I also want to you know gossip with all of my friends and it's hard you know it's hard to get well god forbid should we just have you know a get together for the sake of getting together I know but it's just fun to be social and yeah, I get it anyway so he's like all right I said all right I come on so Julie, my friend, is sitting on one side. I thought you were sitting in the corner, and then maybe somebody else, maybe Alicia was sitting next to me, and I went to sit down, and I sat down on the couch, and I kind of, like, plopped down. Okay. And Daryl turned to me really fast. He goes, was that the couch? And I said, what are you talking about? And he said- I was sitting- Yes. He said, the couch cracked. I'm like, what are you trying to say? Like, I'm looking at him incredulously, like, are you saying that I broke our couch because I sat down because I have such a fat ass? <laughs> no, okay. And he's you like, played it as confusion. There was a lot of confusion. And I was, like, starting to pat the back of the couch, couch going, did I break it? It was I'm not like, the back of the couch. It there wasn't. was something underneath the couch. When you sat down, something... <laughs> cracked or snapped and it wasn't because you like plopped down or whatever i think there was something under there or it could have been that i was actually sitting in the folding chair behind you and so i think one of the legs of the folding chair may have been tucked under the couch a little bit Okay, and so I I don't know what the crack what sound was but i did hear it was really audible and so then but what was worse is when Daryl looked at you, he's like, did you just break the couch? And I'm just I like, know. and I looked at him like, are you I'm out like, of your fucking fuck mind? What's wrong with you? <laughs> That's like, kind why of why I looked at him that? like, have you, you've clearly drank too much because yes, you're not you've thinking. had too many beers because why would, why the <laughs> hell would you say that to me? And I'm looking at him. I wouldn't then- care if that couch was split in half and you were sitting <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> I it's would have said fault. it was defective or something. Yes. So I, what was funny is is that we all the women were like, she did not break the couch, and and we're turning and Julie's like, we're trying to we're trying to solve the mystery because I did not crack any goddamn couch, and I'm like, are you in, are you insane? And he's like, well, I heard the crack, and Julie, and so we're like, well, maybe it was this, and you said, well, maybe it was the chair, and Julie goes, oh, I know what it was. I have an empty water bottle. And, sh- and I, maybe when I sat, it like smushed on her leg or something. And we were trying to come up with like a million reasons why yeah, this sound occurred when I sat down. Anyone in their right mind would have thought of something, not what just sat wor- there and, but, and, uh, but, and accuse you of breaking what was, the couch. Yes. What was worse is Mr. Romance over there. He's like, did right. you just break the couch? Right. Really loud in front of everybody. <laughs> I'd be like, who's... St- Whose team are you on? God. I'm like, well, thank God I have my sister here or I'd be alone. So did you guys have words about that later? No, no. Uh, no but it, it definitely seemed to keep coming up as like, I can't believe you said that. But it was very strange because, you know, it was a little chaotic. There was a lot of people there. And so it kind of just kind of ended. But I was definitely mentioning it on the show for all to hear. <laughs> well, I thought you played it off pretty cool. Like you didn't seem to, you know, be embarrassed or anything like like that it's just because you know. i knew i didn't do anything and no. i'm like look i may not weigh 100 pounds but i am not a two-ton tessa you know give me a break the other thing too is is my couch broke and <gasps> so um it did not on my side but um <laughs> well this no, spring like came busting off of like this little piece of wood that they were attached to oh and no. so we just got through trying to figure out how to fix it and so I am was starting to learn that, you know, couches are not made as good as they once were. and or No. 
so that was my moment. I think you won this week, but it but they were only both because I removed awkward. someone's animal from their you arms. Did. You literally kidnapped a dog. I tried yes. to remove that. It's true. So I got like I keep telling you, I think I don't like change because I got this yes. new phone. Yes. So we get the phone. I got the Galaxy S5, the Samsung mm-hmm. Galaxy S5, and then we also got the Samsung Galaxy tablet. And it's just like when we got home. Like I, I was in like freak out mode. Like really? I'm like I'm like I gotta go outside. I'm gonna take the dogs outside to go to the bathroom, and then I'm like you I'm gonna go deal to the bathroom. With the new technology. And then I was just like, you know, I just I'm thirsty. I need a drink, and 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 everything sat in the bag for like two hours. Like and I then, need like a, I need a Xanax before I deal with. Like this. I just it was like I was poking it with a stick because I was just like <laughs> I don't know if I want to touch this yet. And I was just like yeah. really struggling because then the more I started to mess with the phone, I'm just like I need to remember all my passwords, you know, all my pictures all my apps you know all this and I'm like god this is just too much and I'm like yeah, it's too pretty and I don't have a case and you know someone <laughs> hurry sneeze on it or something I mean Wreck it just it, you know because like my old phone I, like I just you know it's my old phone so you know yeah it's yeah, your trusty trusty rusty fork put it whatever. in my back pocket or in my my you know hoodie zipper pocket yeah. or toss it in my purse you know this thing I feel like I need to you know like wrap it up and like baby skin and yes, you know like a newborn baby yeah I wear white gloves when I'm using it yeah. and all this stuff so I just I don't like new technology I don't I like don't things either. that are expensive because they make me nervous except and, for jewelry well that's different and yes. with this phone I'm just like I just don't like that I can't do the things I want to do I just want to be able to do what I can't what I what I like <laughs> I am the same exact way. I'm actually due for an upgrade, and Daryl's been pushing me to get a new upgrade for about a month. And yeah. he's like, hey, well, you're due. We have it. We should do it, blah, blah, blah. And, I, and I'm, I'm coming up with a million reasons. I'm like, look, you know, we, we're, we're really trying to, you know, pinch our pennies right now right. and Christmas. And, you know, I've got, a, I've got a big trip that I'm going on at the end of the month, and right. I just don't think, you know, we should do this. And so I've been holding it off. And so finally he forced me to choose the phone I wanted. And I'm an Apple girl, so I'm yeah. going with the iPhone 6. I don't want the 6 Plus. It's huge. I don't like it. I can't put it in my pocket. So, no, it's no, not happening. But I get anxiety because I know that I have to start. Basically, you start over when you get a new phone. And I hate it. I, I hate it that you have to start fresh. And, I mean, all the stuff that I have you know, squirreled away on the phone somewhere, I'm going to have to either, I, I don't know, and I don't want to put it on the fucking cloud. I don't want to do that, you know, so just a lot of mess. That's actually the other thing is, is that, so a lot of the apps, before we left, the girl we worked with, she was really nice. She transferred, a, she did a lot of this data transfer stuff. So like a lot of my apps were there, oh, my contacts good. were there. But the pictures, and I don't know why. I don't know what I was thinking. This it was back in two thousand and thirteen. So what? that what was did you, do? you know when I there's like twenty <gasps> pictures of me you taking selfies picture? in a purple bra, and I oh, remember God. doing it. Oh no! But, but oh God! I don't know where these pictures came from, and oh, no. I think they must have been backed up somewhere in the cloud, or and in so the, now they're on your whatever. new phone. So like, now oh, they're on my God. phone, so I'm like, oh, oh good, Here, here's 30 pictures of me squeezing my boobs together, you know, <gasps> taking selfies, and I don't know what I was trying to do. I oh, don't well. even know why I was taking those pictures at the time. Match.com? Uh, no, no, I would never put that on <laughs> I Match.com, but I, I was know. just I'm like, just... so now I'm going to have to go through and delete all those, but then of course mm. all the recent pictures are nowhere to be found. Of course not. So I have to get my old phone and get an SD card and you know, all <sighs> that business. See, and I'm just like, I'm like, Such I just want to fast forward to two months from now where this is an old hat and yes, I'm with you. I'm the same way. And you know what? I'm like that when Daryl's like, well, you got to get a new laptop. I'm like, no, please. I don't want to do it. I, I have had it. this $279 laptop for like five <laughs> years now. And right. I just, I'm not giving it up. And I got this Dar- tablet thing. I have barely yeah. even touched it. Like I'm scared to use it. Like I'll download all these apps for the kids. Like yeah. so they can play with it. Victor's messed with it. But I'm just like no, looking at you. it. I just feel like a little like person without a country. Because I'm just like, where... <laughs> How does this like? Do I still use my laptop or do I do use use this now? Like, I don't know. I hate it. I'm the same way. Daryl got this really fancy laptop, and it's like touch. You touch everything, and you don't have to use a mouse and stuff. It's all touch screen and everything. About three hours into me trying to figure out, he's like, "Oh, there's so many apps you can get," and da da da. And I'm like, "I hate it." He's like. (laughs) 
He looked at me like a parent. He's like, this is a very expensive appliance. <laughs> well, you need to learn. You're sitting to there use playing it. with your hair, chewing gum. Like, I don't care. I don't like it. I want Hit my other it. one. Don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, where's my other one? He's like, it's Adele and you it's s- dead. You sent him a text. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. You know what? Maybe this is maybe this is why he's projecting. Maybe this is why I have to stop saying. Because you're things. ungrateful. Yeah, I'm not ungrateful. I'm very appreciative. It's just okay, but your appreciation extends to actually retaining the item. You can't okay, miss poking new phones with sticks because you these don't are things that I purchased, and I am afraid of my own things. <laughs> and so, Victor, he didn't touch because I told him, I'm like, don't touch the bag though, because I'm like, I don't want you touching it either, because then yeah, I don't want you know him what, ruining they, anything. They try to quote unquote fix it always, and then you're like, I don't even know what you did. I and hate then you. I've got all this stuff it's your phone and now. nothing. I'm so that's why I'm like, don't touch it. So he's sitting there, you know, and, and we were both sitting on the couch. The bag was in the middle, and then finally, <laughs> I would just like I reached in and I like. Just like, looked at the box and kind of, you know, was like, well, hello, how are you, stranger? <laughs> right. It's time to and get I to know took you. it out. And then, of course, they have it in like this little cloth kit. And I'm like, jeez. Oh, and so everyone's <sighs> like, you got to get a case. You got to get this. You got to get that. So like, shut up. I know. Part of me thinks like I don't even want to touch either of them until I can get a case. So you don't ruin it. I just, I want to drop them both in the toilet. That's what I want to do. I make, just, make the dog lick it or something. I have to do something because yeah. they're just too nice. I I know. I get well, it. I've let both kids play with it for two days in a row. So I mean, well, it's so got it should enough, be nice and grubby. It's got enough finger on it. Yeah. Yes. It's just. Every time it's time for an upgrade, I say the same thing. I miss my razor. I just miss it. I mean, what's, what, what was so wrong with those? You know, why can't I just have that? And Daryl goes, well, then fine. I'll get you a razor if you'd like a $30 phone. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I will. They maybe have I phones? will. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm like, maybe I'll just get my yeah. little flip phone. But then it was back to, I'm like, oh, but then the, like I have to hit every button just to text. That would be annoying. And yes. So, Old school texting. It's just, it's like, it just seems like you can't, we can't go back. We can't go back. No, you can't. We've just got to adjust. Okay, well, I think that's a wrap. So I'm going to uh, conclude and uh, sign off from my old laptop that I love and I've had for forever. And I'll maybe I'll go attempt and touch this tablet thing that's like as thin <laughs> as a piece of paper. Yes. <laughs> so maybe by next week I'll I'll be a little bit more seasoned. Perhaps. Until then, thank you everyone for uh, coming back and listening and the downloads and visiting our Amazon site and such. We appreciate all of that. So until next time, have a fabulous week, and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. That's it for this week. Be sure to check out UglyTruth.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, or, of course, the Ugly Truth mobile app for any past shows. And then every Sunday, you'll get a brand new episode. We truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family. Until next time, get all the truth you need at UglyTruth.com and stay ugly, my friends.